A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada land and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures and it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you. This episode of Canada Land is brought to you by Douglas, a mattress that is trusted by more than 200,000 Canadians from coast to coast to coast. It's a great mattress at a very reasonable price point. comes with a 20-year warranty. And a great deal for our listeners. Douglas is giving you a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That is douglas.ca slash CanadaLand. Hi, John. Hi, Tori. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I'm kind of bored, to be honest. Even uh, with all the Hearthstone you've been playing? Yeah, well, Hearthstone is the least of it. That's the only one of the few modest joys in my life right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been wearing a lot of shirts with no sleeves, which you can't do as much when you're 34 and have to go in public. Uh, <laughs> so that has been a boon to my ego. That's great. You're letting uh, letting your arms out. Where are you and uh, what do your surroundings look like? I am in my modest 600 squarish foot that's not true it's 588 square feet uh apartment in toronto's west end and i'm looking at my partner who's making herself lunch and i'm looking at our cat who's sitting on a chair uh and that's it that's the extent of my field of vision what's the most abnormal thing that you did today or recently well i've started i started jogging during this and then there was all that talk about how like joggers are, you know, the worst people on planet earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then sort of coincidentally with that, I twisted my ankle. Uh, so I've been recuperating by jogging on a treadmill. So every day I go down around 11, 10 30 or 11 o'clock and I jog on the treadmill uh, and I watch that show border security. Uh, oh yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't know. I used to always hate treadmills, but I do like going to the gym and it's basically all I have now. So if that counts as, that's the most fucking boring answer in the world. I've been jogging on a treadmill. Uh, it's abnormal. It's a thing that like 90% of people do all the time. Um, but in the sense that it's outside of my pre COVID routine, I suppose it's abnormal. That's abnormal. Yes. For you. Yeah. Normal is relative, right? Absolutely. What's been your most selfish deed or thought during this whole thing? My most selfish thought is uh, I had a trip booked to Japan that I had to cancel right. uh, That because of all this. And I've been so looking forward to it. And I also got an amazing flight deal from YYZ Deals. And I've been that's you know that's a, I love traveling. It's a place that I've been wanting to go to since like I did a high school project about the samurai and then a world religions project about Shintoism. Mm. Um, so I was getting pretty excited, and then you know I try to take and this is the second selfish thought. I was talking about this with my partner. It's like you can take some solace in knowing that nobody can do anything. You know, so it's not only that I can't travel and do stuff; nobody else can. So that selfishly makes me feel a bit better so maybe that's two selfish thoughts on top of each other that's that's your most selfish oh and i mean that sounds so lame like i've had way more selfish thoughts like uh and this sounds bad obviously but like i feel like a lot of uh, i'm losing my patience for elderly people who aren't being conscientious about like personal space like there's a couple who live in my building and when i walk in the door it's like in a fucking indiana jones movie where like skeletons just like pop out uh and it's like not that i wish ill on them or anything like that but it's like it's the most at-risk people and they're also like usually the loneliest and most bored and widowed uh so i feel like i'm constantly just like plotting my route to avoid uh anyone over the age of like 70 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and are they wearing masks and stuff no they are not <laughs> they're not even wearing the mask of basic civility and manners <laughs> Drives me wild. Can you name me something that gave you pleasure today? Yeah, every morning I wake up and I have a cup of coffee and an orange, which is something that I've been doing more or less for the last 25 years of my life. So, uh, you know, little things like that. Yeah. And then again, I mentioned the show Border Security. That show is super entertaining, especially when you can't travel. It's just you know, usually the border is the most anxiety inducing part of it. But now I take great pleasure in people getting hassled by border cops for some reason. Just for clarity, this is the Canadian border security. Yeah, Cana- Canadian border security. So it's always people at like the Peace Bridge or like, you know, someone trying to go from like Tacoma, Washington to BC and they have like an empty book that has rolling papers in it. Like, you know, when they like in a movie when someone like hollows out a book and puts a treasure in it and it's just all that's in it is like weed residue and rolling papers. It's very entertaining television. <laughs> What's something that you think might never be the same after this? I wrote about this a bit for for an article for Vice last week, but it's like I worry about like small businesses and not in like a small business is the heart of the capitalist economy or something. Right, your your Jenny's article? Yeah, about this little bar down the street from my house that I like. Um, And yeah, I mean, I guess I just worry that like I've been monitoring this sort of government assistance even as it doesn't pertain to me. But, you know, Mm. the, the sort of... Gentrification is kind of an old saw, I guess, but gentrification, both in the literal sense of 
the types of businesses that tend to replace other types of businesses in the world we live in, but also the kind of gentrification of just experience where it's getting more and more difficult to have an experience that's not sort of cognate and machine made and more or less similar to any other experience you might have. That is something that really bothers me and that I spend a lot of time thinking about. And I worry that the sort of smaller businesses, the smaller bars and restaurants and stuff like that, the places that can't afford to take a hit, that they just won't exist anymore. And like, you know, we'll have to be celebrating our birthdays at Starbucks and Walmart and Amazon fulfillment centers. Mm-hmm. It just bums me out. It's like not the world that I want to live in. I don't know. Not to sound sappy. No, I think uh, that's bang on. And I think that's something that a lot of us are thinking about. Oh, and Zoom and Zoom and stuff. It's like people are saying, like, oh, now we can work remotely. I do a lot of work remotely and sometimes it's nice. But man, I fucking hate Zooming and Skyping and this shit all the time and having to look at my own face. And <laughs> it sucks. Like it's my face and the activities. Of doing it's a gorgeous it face. It's a gorgeous face. That's very kind of you. But I think it constitutes editorializing. <laughs> John, thanks for making time for this. Dory, of course. And uh, good luck to everyone out there in Canada land. A couple of years ago, a cop was shot dead on a deserted pier in the tiny nation of Belize. The only other person there that night was a frightened young woman found covered in blood. By all appearances, it was an open and shut case. But not in Belize, where this woman was connected to a mysterious billionaire who basically runs the place. Justice will let me serve in this case. She's going to get away with it. Or will she? White Devil, a Campside Media original. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.